1: Good evening, good evening.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Skyline Talk Show. I'm your host, Skyline Mark. And we have a lot going on. We've been through a lot. We made it back. We tried something new. Didn't work. But we're back because, you know, you can't keep a good thing down, right? So we're back on Friday nights. New time. New spot. New day. With what? A new co-host. I introduce to you all, Baltimore and everybody else, the Miss Marie Starr. Give it up. Hi. <laughs> um we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about in a short period of time. Our guest tonight is the
3: Miss. Be inspired global. Miss Naomi.
0: Hey, everybody. Thank you, Marie and Mark, for having me on tonight. Excited to celebrate all the new that's happening for y'all. Congratulations. New is always a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's always time for a change. Um, But like I said, you know, can't keep a good thing down. It's your fault. You started this uh, four years ago. I never thought I would be into something like this. I never thought, I never dreamed of it. Never thought of it. Never imagined it. um, Was never interested. Was never one to be one in front of the light i'm always I've always been the type of person that's behind the scenes um, so yeah you you introduced me to something that I ended up falling in love with. I love it, I don't love it as much as the foundation um but I love it uh equally to an extent um I have a lot of fun with it meet a lot of different people um have a lot of different discussions, different topics depending on who our guests are. You know that, um we've had a little bit of everybody over the last few years school teachers, um, producers, singers, um authors, had one child
1: um, models um, a
2: whole whole list of different type of people in different various walks of life, um, with, with what they do for work, what they do to give back. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey. We were having a whole lot of fun with it till COVID came in and, and took over the earth. So it's, it's, it's been a struggle, but, um, I think we got the key components, key uh, ingredients with this goal around, So I think we're going to be around for a good little while.
0: I, hope. I think so. And I also, you know, I'm very proud of you for just continuing on and just holding down the fort. It's not easy. When you start something like this and you decide you want to be committed to doing anything, but especially a radio show or something that's gonna have impact on so many. Um it just you know it means a lot to just be consistent. And um so I just have to say I'm very proud of you, Mark.
2: Mm-hmm. I appreciate it sweet.
0: Wow, you know, and um I expect great things going forward.
2: Oh you're gonna get that
0: <laughs> all
2: day. You already know. Um got a lot of ideas um i'm going in this differently the third time around um back in the spring i was i was i wasn't focused and i rushed to judgment on something that me and Monty know about um we're not going to air it on the on the on the show but um, our first go around, um, I was very shy. Um, I'm not gonna air my business out there, but I wasn't me for I'ma say a good
3: six to nine months. Um but eventually I, I, I
2: got I found a comfort zone. And I was able to 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 do what I needed to do without any ingredients. Um, so i've 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 definitely come a long way. Um, we try to keep the format given to us by you, no politics, no personal um conversations. Um, if you're gonna drink liquid whether it's this or that don't advertise and we're going to try to keep it clean. Cause that's how it was given to me. So trying to keep, trying to keep you in spirit and, 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 and keep the ground rules that were given to me and, and keep them as we go forward. So just know y'all, you, <laughs> I
0: mean,
2: you know, you get a little excited or, A topic goes all the way to the left and you and 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 your feelings get touched and and you slip with a word Mm -hmm. slipping ain't 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 nothing wrong with slipping as long as you can catch it you know you let one slip out it is what it is but you gotta know when to turn it on turn it off and and keep it clean copesthetically and you know I think, I think the it's all in
0: moderation, it's all in moderation. Um, you know, it, and it, it's a balance to it. When you're dealing with different types of people with different opinions, yes, feelings do go back and forth. So, you know, but the fact is, overall, this show has been really positive and that's what's important. And it, And to me, it aligns with Skyline Foundation, which is also positive. So they kind of go hand in hand.
2: Right, right. And speaking of foundation, when you coming out?
0: Yes, that's a very good question. So let me just say I'm in an interesting space in my life right now because I have a teenager and a teenager, a 12 and a 13 year old who they have a life. They have two lives of their own. My son plays football and he was playing football for RAC and also flag football for his school. So then there's that. So that's back and forth to practices and things. And games are on either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So a lot of times my weekends are totally devoted to them. And then my daughter wrestles. So then there's practice and matches for her. (laughs) So, um, you know, I I had to come to the realization that as much as I want to support everyone because that is my nature Like if I can be there and show up and support that's what I'm gonna do but I'm in a really unique base right now kids their lives you know are evolving and what I realized too is that eventually they will be in about five years they will be off to college and so I made a commitment to myself and them that you know I'd be here so that they won't feel like they, that this time was neglected for them, especially because we don't have that much longer before they'll be doing their own thing, driving themselves all around and, and so forth. So I said all that to say that I will definitely try to make some time to get out there at least, you know, once or twice to make sure that I support because I do respect everything that you're doing. But I always make sure that I let people know that my heart is in the right place. It's just that my time doesn't always align with the intentions of my heart. Right. And so I have to make sure I let people know that. But um, but let me just say that I totally support Skyline Foundation and all that you all are doing so much in Baltimore for, for the homeless and other things that you all are, are partnering with. So, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we got a lot going on. the The holidays are coming.
3: The cold is coming. You seen the forecast for next week?
0: I well, the weather's starting to go down. Yeah, like I saw it's supposed to be like forty or fifty degrees.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it's coming. Yeah,
2: I'm ready. I'm ready. It was <laughs> it was too hot and too humid this year. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't long. 'Cause as quickly as it came, it quickly exited at the same time. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I've seen summer do that. But um I I think I think we're in trouble this winter. What you think?
0: I don't think so. Um so I saw somebody post something that said as soon as summer's shift was over, they clocked out. It clocked out. <laughs>
3: I hate it. Right,
0: like, right. out right after that shift was right. Right after this shift was over, and fall came right in. But I think so. I mean, I, I kind of did see something online that said I think it's El Nino or something like that. Whatever system is supposed to cause some severe winter weather in some areas, and then other areas might have like abnormally warm weather. So across the country, you, we'll probably see different things. But I think the weather system is going to be unique anyway.
2: Right, right, right. (laughs) What's going on with the Miss Marie star?
3: Nothing really. Nothing really. Give the audience a tidbit about you. Um, I don't know. I started off modeling out of high school. I've been doing that up until COVID started. Um, I graduated high school in oh three. So
0: <laughs> and um from there I started cosplaying. So I'm a cosplayer now and then I started my own fitness line. So
3: I
2: seen that. I seen that. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. I mean when to do that for a while and I decided like there's a whole bunch of lines out and I felt like everybody's line looked the same. So I wanted something where it was a bunch of colors because I'm big on like lots of colors and it being different from everybody else's. So I wanted my line to kind of stand out from everybody else's line.
2: And it does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you've always been big on colors. I give you that. You've always been different. Like, Naomi, she had one car, and I saw it one time, and she says, take a good look at it, because next time you see it, it will not look like this. Or when I saw it the next time, I was like, what did you
3: do?
0: When I had the rap?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: so, yeah.
2: I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You... I remember once upon a time, Naomi, I tried and I tried, and I tried, and she did everything but say, "Mark, don't ever ask me again," and she finally got in um I remember going to i'm I'm gonna give one story because this is one story that has always stuck to me. She hit me up last minute for uh, a model call. I don't remember what year it was, but Nelly was in town. And he was doing a, a open call, casting call, whatever for Apple Bottoms. And she was she called me last minute and was like, "Yo, I'm not going to this. I'm petite. I ain't got no Apple Bottom." I'm going to look like a, I'm going to look crazy as hell in it. And I was like, Eva Pickford is short, but she went on America's Next Top Model. We would have, we never knew that she was going to blossom the way she has over the years. But I look at your career and I'm like, she has done everything that she's wanted to do no matter what anyone said you did it and you did other things uh we lost contact for a few years
0: yeah
2: you know god always brings people back that belong in each other's circle um you've come out to a couple different events that that uh d chase had jazzy summer nights and uh when he was at oxygen lounge for um everybody loves Fridays, so it's 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 been interesting to see okay, what's she gonna do next and when you started advertising your your gym line, i guess mm-hmm. um I was like, okay, what is she getting ready to do? Cause she done let the cat the hat out the, the cat out the bag. Hat out the bag, cat out the bag, whatever. Um, she done threw thrown something out there straight out of left field somewhere. What is she doing now? And it got me thinking, I said, you know what? I need to stop playing. I need to start buying my, my clothing line back up. And I've been, I've been. I've been flirting with the idea and I've been talking to my photographer. Um, Oh, if y'all don't know, I'm a published fashion model. Where? Oh, I'm sorry, no I'm not. I'm a published international fashion model.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) The magazine is called Swanky and it's based out of the UK.
1: Okay. okay that's what's up
2: he hit me up i went with him had no plans of doing no photos no nothing we went up um not far from bel-air not far from the if i say this right Susquehanna Dam uh dam we went up to some park up there in a little a little real little town um all I know about this little town, the fire department's right down the street, and it's it's near a boat area where they can drop their boat in if they have to do some type of um, water rescue, water emergency or whatever. And he was like, I need a couple shots for it, of you. And I'm like, yo, I don't want to take no pictures in this outfit. I don't want to take no pictures in these shoes. But y'all both know me. I take a lot of pride in my appearance. So I was at least presentable. My shoes were old. I'm like, I don't know what's going on up there. You're t- you talking about a whole lot of grass. It's near the water. I'm not wearing no good shoes. He's like, yo, stick your foot at me. I knew my shoes were old, but I didn't know the soles were that old. Now if you see the picture, you can be like, yo, them shoes looked real old. Your soul is gone. I'm like, yo, what was you thinking, sending in this picture? He says, but you're published. I said, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> nobody's
0: looking at your for the shoes.
2: Huh?
0: And nobody's looking at your pictures for the shoes.
2: <laughs> and if you didn't know anybody, you'd be like, I never knew they were all, all old looking. I thought the picture was just blurry. <laughs> But I mean, it's the picture's has grown on me. I think it's grown on me because I'm actually in a magazine. Um, but like I looked at he, he, he hit me up August and he was like, yo, I got you published. This at whatever. And the third gave me all the information. So I looked it up. I was actually at work and I was like, all right, let me go out back. Sit my ass down. And look up this information. And I found it and I was like, okay, swanky magazine. Okay. And I was like, oh, this ain't even in this country. This is in England. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm waiting on my issue. He hit me up um, a week ago, two weeks ago. I like, yo, did you get your magazine? I said, nah, did you get yours? He was like, nah, I didn't order it. I said, how am I published? And your name's all over it and you ain't order. I'm tired of getting magazines. I've got like eight magazines this
3: year. <laughs> I said, bro, you gotta have a magazine for everything that you do. Right. He's like, yeah, I know, but
2: it's it's just getting too easy. Every time I submit someone's photos, he took a girl that never modeled, never had a photo shoot, submitted her photos, and a month later, she was in a magazine. Wow. I'm like, yo, you have come a long Mm -hmm. way. He's been doing photography. Jay Berenger, he does YouTubing. He's a YouTuber, photographer, and videographer. If we're not doing photo shoots. We're doing brand shoots or we're doing video shoots. Um, I've done Nike. I've done Invicta. And he wants to do some type of cognac or some type of tequila. I'm like, yeah. Go with tequila. Go with tequila. I can keep the bottle, but he doesn't want every day whatever he chooses. He doesn't want something that's just every day at, at the at the bar. You know what I mean? And he doesn't want something that only people that can afford bottle service they can get it. No, he's he's looking at bottles that are four figures, and I'm like. They have liquor that costs over a thousand dollars. And he said, simply- Yeah. Look, look, look. Don't <laughs> act like that.
0: They even Don't have water like that. that's expensive. I was watching this show where they were talking about like the different types of water that they had, like bottled waters. And there was this one guy who it was a celebrity of I can't even remember the celebrity, but this water connoisseur. Brought in a whole suitcase. A suitcase opens it up, and there is this bottle of water, and it's like in this blinged-out bottle with like crystals and all this. And this individual actually paid like a thousand or more dollars for this water, and the water is supposed to like taste so um clean and have like pH balance in it, and all the People will pay for whatever.
1: especially they got a lot of that part right
2: (laughs) miss uh big time fashion model over here look i ain't never done
3: bottle service who you
1: i never done bottle service
3: you over there laughing
2: like you didn't know
0: Mark, you go to the clubs, you hang out in the lounges, you know they have expensive bottles. Don't act like you don't know.
2: I didn't know they had thousand, two, three, four, five, six thousand dollar bottles of liquor. Really? I didn't
3: know that.
0: (laughs) Because that's not our section. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a that's above our pay grade. Right.
2: (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been places to where. I'm used to paying no more than $10 for a rum and Coke, no more than $10, $12, maybe 13 for a Hennessy and Coke.
3: And this summer I was at a few different spots. Shots
2: are $100. A basic rum and Coke is like, between 17 and 20 dollars and you're not getting a glass per se like at at my old spot dave and busters now nah, you getting a little ass glass and i'm like what am i supposed to do with this you might as well put a bib on me put a nipple on it and smack
3: me on my ass when i'm done because i'm gonna be done with this in like two seconds so but it's 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 been interesting
1: learning um the 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 different avenues
2: of commercial modeling um advertising uh doing the videos um this thing right here gets me in all kinds of trouble this thing is like another kid um, Yes, for those of y'all that don't know and have ever heard of the Baltimore Beard guy, yeah, that's me, because can't nobody do it like me. I try to tell them what to do, but they just don't listen. They're like, why you call that girl Linda? Because Lindas don't listen. Why do girls call guys Lamont? Because Lamonts don't listen. Um, I'm not going to say what I do, It's not a secret, but I don't want 50 million people knowing my secret. It's not chemical based. I don't do anything chemical. As you can see, my beard is no longer black. It's gray as hell because I done killed off the natural color because I've been doing this for. I'm going to say the better part of eight years. The longest my beard has ever been was three and a half feet. And it took me three
3: and a half, was it three and a half feet? No. The better part of two and a half feet.
1: Um, 12, 24, 30,
2: 33 inches. So two feet, nine inches when I cut it in January, I miss it. It felt so damn good to have a break. Do you see how big my eyes are? It felt so damn good for a break. <laughs> yeah, Um. don't say nothing, because I know you was like, oh, my God, he's cutting it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh-huh. Um. I know you can't. You can't stand my beard. I know. She's like, yeah, you can have a short one. You don't need all that. I love it though. I can't wait till it gets a little bit longer. I can start braiding it again. I put I put a new water-based um every everything is water-based or fruit-based. That's all I'm going to tell you. But I used a, a a different. I was like I've had this 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 oil conditioner, leave-in conditioner for like 6 months. Never used it. And I'm like, I'm going to try this. And I put it in last night real real thoroughly to where it's down to my skin. And I just left it in. I was like, okay, if I'm leaving this in, my beard's gonna be awfully greasy. I guess I'll be sleeping like a baby and sleeping on my back tonight. So needless to say, I did not sleep good at all. And then I worked. No, I had an easy day today. I worked what I work. I was at work. I got there late. got there like 7.20. Fridays I try to be there like 6.45, 7. So I got to leave my house. I got to get up at 4.30. Leave out my house no later than 5.30. And catch the train. So I can make my way out there. Make me a stop. Get me some orange juice, because I don't want to hear their mouth. Oh, you're drinking up all the orange juice. No, the hell I'm not. I have a glass every Friday. You want me here that early? Or, or if I want to come in that early, um, I need some OJ. I don't mess with energy drinks. Heart problem's running my family, so that's a no-no. Um, every now and then, I might stop at IHOP and my pancakes. Cheat on my diet a little bit. But it's Friday, it's the weekend, so I can cheat a little bit. Um but I knew I I I I knew the radio show was today, but I kept forgetting. And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not working all day and all night tonight because I was going to work 16 hours today. Uh, no, I have to leave at 4.30. And then I don't know what the hell was going on with light rail. And I'm not going to bite my tongue on that one. MTA is, is they something else. They, they, they are really something else.
0: Do you but, think they might be short staffed because of COVID? Cause I know with the school bus system, um, a lot of the kids, a lot of the buses, have been running late so we my children well my daughter is in virtual learning and my son goes to a a private school so they didn't have to deal with that this year but we're still on the um email list for when buses are late and so the buses have been late for like by 45 minutes an hour so I'm wondering if MTA is having the same issue where when COVID hit a lot of people just when they didn't when they got laid off or had to take time off they just didn't come back so I'm wondering if that's the issue. I don't know. But they may Hire.
2: be sure. Hiring new people. You can't say people that ain't looking for jobs. Our turnover rate is 85%. 85%. That's crazy. That means you don't want to work. And I don't care what no one says. COVID made people lazy as
3: hell. That's because everybody's teleworking. Not everybody. I heard that's some good stuff to
1: get into, though.
3: What, teleworking?
1: Yes. Is that what you do now? Yes. <laughs> I like how she just posts. Two days. Two days a week. <laughs> you know,
3: I would have a But you know, that's some of day-
1: the- Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Say, yeah. You got a clearance? Yes.
3: Oh. Enough about that then. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's
2: it. She's like, yeah, we're not having that conversation. <laughs> nope, not allowed. Um, so, yeah. I mean,
3: I, I understand things happen. I get it. But like, how hard is it to hire people?
0: I think, I think it's it's just like I saw Monty just post a comment. And he, he, what he said, no one wants to work anyways. We have to work to survive, but they don't want to. So it could be just people aren't applying for things. People just, they took that two-year break and was like. I'm done. It feels good not to have to get up every day and answer to somebody. And then um also a lot of people started businesses during COVID. So a lot of people don't want to re-enter the workforce if they have found ways to work for themselves. And yeah. like said, with telework, you know, that's another aspect Some people are probably looking for opportunities where they can telework versus going into a job, you know, with bus drivers and things like that, they were considered essential workers. So a lot of them had to go when COVID was going on. And some of them maybe decided, you know what, I'm not willing to risk my life (laughs) for a bus, you know. So a lot of people quit. I mean, it, it was just a lot of transition during that time. So I think I think it's less about people not being able to hire as much as it is, you don't have a lot of people applying for stuff.
4: Right, the demand isn't there. The demand is not there. Yeah. People are actually finding other things to do. Like no one's career choices to be a bus driver. Why not? Because who wants to drive people around all day and then cuss that and spit on it? To- <laughs> Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, got a lot of kids, right?
4: I mean, no, school bus driving is different because that's usually a retired person's dream because they only got to go, all they got to do work two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, and the rest of that day is free. Right. Being a school bus driver, that's nothing different than being an MTA driver, which is all day long, a continuous shift, and sometimes a lot of overtime.
3: And then you back
4: up. Where they can make a better, probably some, most of them can make a better living, probably doing Uber. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, a lot of people doing that too. Yep. And I don't care what no one says, that's expensive. Cost me $300 mm-hmm. to work five days a week.
0: Mm-hmm. That is, it does get expensive. That's why some people who, you know, opt for public transportation because it's just cheaper but then you have to contend with the schedules and the buses arriving when they feel like it and
2: people this, say, this, like this, on this the
0: thing they the day. Day.
4: i know somebody that was an uber driver that actually turned their uber driving into their own business meaning they they the people they were picking up in uber became their natural client and now they just pick them up every day and take them to work every day and and well, what they told me is that they make $500 per week just doing that. And there's some Uber on the side on the weekend. But they turned the Uber passenger into their client so they don't have to actually have to use Uber anymore. They got a direct connection to their ride. I know, that's right. People are taking, they're making new industries these days.
2: <laughs> I saw somewhere, matter of fact, yesterday, a guy took, it didn't, the story didn't say how many. But he took a
3: um a vending machine, and it 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 started out as a hustle.
2: And his first full time year, he made over three hundred thousand dollars. He is now on pace to make over six hundred thousand dollars, and he works two hours a week,
3: I'm like, yo, sign me up.
0: Yeah, I think people had to get creative. I, I really do, Um, you know, just continuing the narrative that we were talking about from COVID, people had to get creative. Um, I know, especially for me, both my children were in virtual learning. And so, leaving the house really wasn't an option for me because they I needed to be there to make sure that they were good they were so a lot of people were facing that it was like a a funny transition where they had to figure out a way to still survive and cope with covid and not being able to really go into the workforce so um i think i think covid really opened up people's minds to be creative and come up with new ways to earn income um, and then to when people were getting them stimulus checks they were using that too <laughs> using that as a, a little, little capital for their business to start you know yeah. with little down payments going down no you couldn't go down to the state building but going online and filling out that you know business license you know, and stuff was easier and starting businesses were easier during COVID because you just went online, you filled out the paper and they was just approving them. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to deal with the lines that you have to deal with if you actually go down to the state building and you're waiting in line for the you remember know, that? to submit your application. So
2: I remember <laughs> that. My son called me I'm going to say like three weeks ago. He was like, pop, I got a question and I said, I got an answer. And he says, I want to start my own business. And I said, huh, okay, what's your business? He said, I want to put things I draw on t-shirts. I said, okay, so you want to start a clothing line? And he was like, yeah, something like that. I said, well, you got a lot of work ahead of you. He says, what you mean? I said, I'm not going to tell you. You got to do it on your own. You got to do your homework. You got to research. You got to read. As far as what does it take, you have to get copyright on everything that you produce. You have to get. um, You got to come up with a, a with a with a a plan. um." you got to spend money to make money. You got to have the money that's not taken away from home that you can afford to play with. And Naomi, you know how kids are. They getting up in them years. They don't want what mommy and daddy cook all the time. They, well, I got my own money. I don't want that. I want to order a sub. I want to order pizza. You know how it is. so i'm like you gotta buckle down you you gotta start penny pinching i love the fact that he's an introvert because even though he's grown i don't have to worry about him to an extent he leaves out the house you know that's that's my child i'm, I'm gonna worry about you especially in today's society um but you know he's working two jobs um He's he's trying to do what he's what he has to do to figure out his 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 place in life. Um, he knows I'm always here. Um, it's never going to be anything other than that. Um, but it's it's a lot of work starting your own business. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of reading. It's a lot of of researching um you gotta get your your you gotta get stuff copywritten you gotta get um this paperwork trademark sub-
0: trademark. <laughs> yeah,
2: trademark you gotta <laughs> get this paperwork submitted brand. you gotta get that mm-hmm. paperwork submitted and all this stuff costs a lot of money and i think he was a little overwhelmed But he was like, okay, so I got a lot of work to do. I said, yeah, that's what I did. If I wanted to start something, I researched it. Because if someone asked me a question out the blue, I need to be able to answer it. I don't want to look like boo-boo the fool. You know, the the foundation, I researched it. I read a lot. I, I looked at other foundations and what they were doing. As far as the homeless and the less fortunate and what's what the difference is between men, women and children. And why can men go to these, but not these or these
3: shelters? Um, um Why is there
2: a difference within shelters? How are shelters formatted? Um, cause I mean, we've had this conversation, eventually I want to have property. Eventually I want to be able to bring them in off the street. Um, even if I have to start it out in, in, a in a complex, um, uh, along the lines, like say job court, I don't know what it is now, but 30 years ago, you had a big room with sections and you had four to eight people per section and everyone had chores every day you had a bedtime you had a an awake time um you want to eat eat if you don't don't but there's no kitchen you can go to to just hey i'm thirsty let me go get something to eat let me go get something to drink no You have to get up and physically go get it at the designated time, just like we do with with our Feed the Homeless events. If you want it, take it. If you don't, keep it moving. Naomi, you know me. My most famous annoying question. Are you serving any pork if I don't buy it? and I don't cook it, and I don't eat it, I'm not serving it. And I've been doing this come January. It'll be seven years. Why are you still asking that question? If you have to ask that question, you can get up out my line because you're holding it up.
3: I don't have time.
0: They just hoping if they ask, you know, enough times that you might end up making something with
2: simple that's what they do like everyone's like why don't you ever bring green beans out because they're not gonna eat it any homeless any anything that's ever any homeless event i've ever gone to and they had green beans if there was anything left over it was always green beans green beans stream beans it don't matter it's green Broccoli, they'll take green beans, string beans. Don't bring it because they're not going to eat it. Plain and simple. I don't know why, but it is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be. But it takes a village to to do what we do. We've been doing
3: this a long time, and I love it. It's it's a huge passion of mine. Um, I don't
2: I don't know what to say. I can say a lot, I can say a lot
1: of what annoys me with society, at the end of the day,
2: whatever your reason is as to why you can't
3: give back, you can't come out, you can't volunteer, make a donation.
2: $5. Am I lying, Naomi? $5 can feed a family of four.
3: $5. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Ask me how. I'll tell you
2: how. Because if you get $5, I get $5. Naomi gets $5. Marie Starr gives $5 and our best producer in in the world, Mr. Monty, gives $5. And I know Mr. Nate is over there listening, tuning in some way, somehow, shape or form. He gives $5. Guess what you got? You have $30. You can go feed a family of four breakfast, lunch, and dinner and dessert. Yes, you can. And I've done it. With less than $30. So why can you not donate $5? $5 a month. It ain't going to make you. It ain't going to break you. But the crazy thing is, you'll go to a party. You'll go to the bar. You'll go to the club. You'll go to the hookah lounge. And you'll spend a whole lot more than $5. Think about it.
0: I got to hop off now. My, they are screaming and hollering and the game. is <laughs> going. My son is, I wish I could see what he's doing, but hopefully he's getting some touchdowns. But I do have to hop off, and I just want to say I've enjoyed my time with you. Marie, it was very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> Mark, it's always a pleasure.
2: <laughs> nah, we do, sis. Yes. It won't be and long. We'll I- be back
0: on. Monty, I love you, Moni. You know that. <laughs> I'm so grateful for um be exposed and all of you. <laughs> but thank y'all for um for having me. I'm gonna hop off, but anytime you want me back, Mark, you already know. I'm I got there. you,
2: sis. I got you. Vice versa. Anytime you're ready for us to come on, I'm I'm ready.
0: Yeah. All right, y'all have an amazing rest of your show. Love y'all.
2: Love you more. (laughs)
3: Marie Starr, what's happening? Nothing, Mark.
1: (laughs) How you been? I've been good. Clothing line usual. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so do you have any
3: questions? Um regarding anything. I don't. This is similar but new to you.
0: It is. Very new.
2: But I think you're the right person. Uh, Why do
3: you feel that way, Mark?
2: Huh?
3: Why
0: do you feel that way?
2: I don't know. Because we got a 20, 20 so odd history.
0: And you're basing it off of that?
2: No, nope, I'm not.
1: Um. Uh. This is not convincing me. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Our vibes have always clicked, you know. If if I called you for something, and I was able to do it, I did it. Vice versa, if you called me, which wasn't as often as I called you, but if you called me, hey Mark, this at whatever the third, blah 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 blah, da 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 da. If I could do it, I did it. If you could do it, you did it. You know what I mean? So, um. And I had someone that is familiar with you um, in, in recent years, and they were like, why didn't you ask her back in the spring? I didn't think of it. I was thinking, you know, like in the last two years, I went through one, two, three, four four co-hosts that were supposed to be my co-hosts.
3: Two, two never panned out. Like the show never even got started.
2: Um, We flirted a couple of times with going live just to see what type of reaction I would get. Mm -hmm. Um, And after the second time I was like, I'm not doing this again because I felt like I was wasting my time. Mm. Um,
3: I did a show with with uh, with a friend
2: slash partner, and
1: it was cool.
2: But going live, I just felt like again I was I was going in the wrong direction. And if I feel like I'm going in the wrong direction, I'm I'm gonna stop real quick. Mm -hmm. because I don't want to continue, one, going in the wrong direction if that's not the direction I want to go, and two, between when we stopped in 2000 to now, what little bit of audience I still have that's waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting when they're going to start back up, when they're going to start back up. I didn't want to lose what I still had. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like I gotta circulate and figure out who would be possibly the best person to be my co-host that I can vibe off that we can vibe off each other we can conversate about anything and everything under the sun amongst each other with our guests and at the end of the day, you're the co-host. So we don't have to go just by who I want as guests. That's, that's you have a play in it. You have a play and a say in it. You know what I'm
3: saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if you ain't heard from me by, let's
2: see, today's Friday. When we go off the show, if you ain't heard from me by Monday and you got someone in mind, Hit me up. Hey Mark, do you got two guests? Well, I got one. I'm waiting on another one. You can be like, look, I got one ready to go right now. Okay. The one I'm waiting on, they can be shifted to another show. You know what I'm saying? So my show is your show. Your show, my show is my show is your show. My show is our show. Um, I don't I don't ever want you to think that you don't have a say-so. Um, there will be times when in the group chat that Monty will hit us up with this at whatever in the third, um, Monty knows me. Um, if I don't answer within an hour, I'm either at work, sleep, or I'm in a midst of something that I can't answer. Um, but if there's something that he needs an answer to, by all means, go ahead and, and, and do your, do your thing. And I'll just have to get back with either one of you um, whenever I can. Like if, if say, for example, Monty gets, gets a, a call, this, that, whatever the third, blah 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 blah, 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 blah. And he needs radio personalities. Well, everyone's booked this, that, whatever the third. I haven't asked Mark and, and Maria if I'm not available to give an answer, you can make that call. You know what I'm saying? So not saying that'll ever happen, but you know, different, different various things. Hey, haven't haven't heard from Mark. Do you know what's going on with this week's flyer? Um, has he submitted it to you? If I submit it to you, I should be submitting submitting it to him too. Mm. But, um, Monty is is a night owl just like you. He 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 gets up mm, at 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 sundown and he goes to bed at sunup. So there's gonna be times when you'll be able to answer that I won't because I'll be asleep. Vice versa, I'll be able to answer different things because during the day because you might be asleep. You know what I'm I think saying? It's
4: factual. I actually wake up at noon.
2: I mean, I'm just going by what 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 you told me.
4: But I am a night owl. I'm usually up to around about three. But I wake up at noon. I don't wake up with the sun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Why did you accept my offer?
0: First of all, Mark, I feel like you didn't give me the full details of what was going on. I assumed this was an interview and you were interviewing me. I Then I saw the flyer and it said co-host. I was like, well, wait a minute. Mark didn't, I, I didn't, oh. he didn't tell me nothing. He just <laughs> not a
2: commercial? <laughs> my fault. I thought I put all that in there.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't.
2: Oh, my bad. <laughs> well like, now you know
0: you want to go tell him yes huh my name was on there the co-host I'm like that's a typo and then I saw the guest I'm like oh I am the co-host <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay that, that 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 was a, a glitch my bad <laughs> um, nah for real I, I thought I put all that
3: information in
1: there No.
3: Well, now we know. (laughs) I don't know what to say about that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All righty then. So how do you feel?
3: About what? About being a co-host. I feel fine about it.
2: Okay. this is new for me. So <laughs> we'll it's, it's, it's something to get used to, but yeah. like I said, you know, I've never been one to be on this side of the, of the light. So, I mean, it, it took me a good little minute.
0: Yeah. But because you know how to talker, and you are. So that's why I'm like. That was my concern. I'm like. I'm not a huge talker. Like I'm one. I'm an introvert, so I don't do a whole lot of talking. I avoid conversation at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I like, to talk, like I don't even like talking to people on the phone if I had to call in for something. Like if I need work done on the house, I don't want to call nobody. I want to send an email or a text message to talk to them. I, I don't want to talk to them on the phone.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you funny.
1: um i think um
2: i don't know what direction i'm gonna go next week i'm leaning towards um having two monty how
3: many how many guests are we able to have at one time three Monty, if you're talking, I can't hear you.
4: Can't hear me still?
3: Oh, I can hear
2: you now. I
4: hate hit unmute. That's a weird question, I don't know how to answer it. It depends on when they're coming
2: on. All at the same time, because it's Zoom. See, this is why I don't like Zoom, because to me, it's, it's no different. And, and and I still gotta learn some. They
4: still gotta fit into the screen, so I would say four. So,
2: so you
4: still gotta be able to fit into the screen.
2: <laughs> so, me and Marie, and then two guests.
4: Yes.
2: Okay, that's fine. So that
4: makes for a less convoluted conversation, the people have having the possibility of over talking each
2: other. Right, right, right. Um. So I'm I'm leaning towards.
3: Um, having two two women that have um uh
2: talk shows. I don't exactly remember if the one is is actually a talk show. I gotta contact her. Um, I'll contact her tonight. I know the one is because I was actually on her show. I was on her show when I was at work. I was like, boss, I got to take care of a meeting. It's going to be about an hour. He was like, do what you got to do. I said, bad. Appreciate your support. (laughs) So I actually did the interview at work. And she's got a huge following. So that that just enticed me. I need to stop playing and find me a a new co-host. And talk to Monty and find out what's going on and when I can get a day and time. And that's when I contacted you, Marie. And again, I apologize 10 times over for not giving you all the details. I I swear to God. (laughs) But but I might have been half dead sleepwalking or whatever and i do that a lot i get i get messages from people was this message for me oh my bad i'm trying to do three things at once on lack of sleep and i do that a lot too um 90 percent of the time the messages are actually for the people intended i guess whatever the message actually might be they're like I don't think Mark meant to send me this.
1: Uh, yes, I did. So. Um, I know.
3: Between the next couple of weeks and the first
2: couple of weeks of November, I know I want to have a show or two with school teachers. Um, two in the
3: Baltimore area, two in the D.C. area um man i wish we could have like a
2: i wish we could have like eight different guests at one time (laughs) 10 people at at, uh, all at the same time because what i'd like to do like a a one-time thing i'd like to have school teachers from different parts of the country This is what's going on in Baltimore. This is what's going on in in D.C. What's going on in Atlanta? What's going on in Houston? What's going on in Chicago, L.A., Denver? What is going on in the Tampa, Fort Myers area where everything is demolished? Like you have no electricity. You have no Internet access. I know the last thing on anyone's mind is education for kids, but what are you doing for these children? Everyone, until further notice, pretty much is homeless. What is everyone doing to get by? You know what I mean? Like Skyline Foundation actually had the opportunity to go. But I didn't think it was in my best interest to go financially. Um, it's my foundation, but I still look at life as if Shamar is a kid.
3: Um, if I feel like I'm taken away from home, then I can't. I can't make that trip.
2: Um, I'm glad I still think like that. Same thing with Puerto Rico. We had a uh, we had the opportunity opportunity to go down there, but you had to be. From what I was told, you had to be willing to go bare minimum 10 days at a time. And I knew I couldn't do that. I may, I'm I, I could have done, at best, a weekend. I could have even gone a Thursday to a Sunday, a Friday to Monday. But 10 days, I couldn't do that not financially because i don't know financially what anything's going to cost down there other than it's going to be expensive um as a foundation everything everything is going to be wide range of what you're getting how am i going to get it down there if i don't have the right people you know what i mean going going to florida going to houston when, when they've had their, their different issues with hurricanes over the years, it was hard, but it was manageable because with the help of partners and, and investors and sponsors, you just get five people with vehicles together and, and you just make a convoy to wherever your destination is. And that's how we got everything to Houston the the first time we actually did an out of state event um it was it was very very interesting very sad very solemn very heartbreaking but you learned as an advocate I learned a lot you know what I mean I learned more than what I did And I had a I had a different perspective of what I wanted to do to do in addition and what more I wanted to do within the Baltimore DC area. Like I haven't flirted with it. Like we've actually gone around Harbor East and Fells Point, Canton, and you know. Looked at all the trash and all the litter around your waterways. And it's like, there's no, there's no cleanup crew. There's no detail. Mm -hmm. The, the, the water guy, he comes around in the mornings. I don't think he does the whole entire waterway area. Maybe he does. I don't know, but there's so much trash that's in the that's in the waters in the sewer lines that you can clean it up, let it rain real good one good time, and all that trash
3: is there again so at the end of the day, next spring, we're gonna start a detail like
2: i've I've talked to our ambassador for the for the masons for Falcon Lodge number six and Eagle Lodge number eight and they're like, you're the leader. So I'm ready when you're ready. So it's it's not like we don't have the, the backing. It's we need bodies. We need volunteers. Um, we need equipment. We can get all that, but we need a we need a, a at least five different teams of at least five to 10 people. If we're going to do something and and um m- and make an impact, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not from Baltimore, but I live here. So I'm just like the next person. I'm tired of seeing trash. You know, that's that's the whole reason why I started my foundation. I was mm-hmm. tired of seeing homeless people everywhere and baltimore has a set budget of umpteen figures and money and dollars and cents why are you not doing nothing with these homeless people i get it i get it i get it we're gonna call everyone dummies you can't make a dummy do something whether it's a dummy at work A dummy at an event, a dummy friend, a dummy with bad habits, a dummy homeless. Everyone at one point in time has been a dummy in their life. But at the end of the day, you can't make a dummy do something they don't want to do. I know of a guy that is proud to say he's been homeless for 42 years starting from New York, moving out to Chicago, and then he came to Baltimore. And he came to me two years ago. I've known this gentleman for the better
3: part of 10 years. And he used to always ask me, what's up Mark, how you been buddy? Got any spare change?
2: I got dollars and I got cents. I've always got dollars and I've always got cents, but I'm not going to give you a dollar or 15 cents, but I'll buy you something to eat or something to drink, whatever you want. I got you, but I'm not going to give you no money. I don't support bad habits. I got bad habits and they can get expensive, but if you need something to eat, something to drink,
3: I'm your guy. And nine times out of 10, he would take that. But I'm not gonna give you no money. I've
2: I've had total strangers come up to me, this, that, whatever, and the third, blah, 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 da, da, da. If you're on a corner and I tell you, and you're not willing to get off that corner, you don't want something to eat, you don't want something to drink, you have a bad habit that you're trying to get money in order to get that bad habit. I'm not gonna judge you. I have no reason to judge you. I got skeletons in my own closet. But it is what it is. I'm here to help you. If you need the help, I got you. If you don't want the help, I can keep it moving just like you. Um, for anyone that's listening, our next feed the Homeless Community Initiative is next Sunday, October 23rd from 1230 to three. We are looking for canned goods. We're looking for perishable items. We're looking for school supplies. Yes, school supplies. And before you ask, Yes, I am very well aware that school has been open now for roughly a month to a month and a half. The kids don't need any more supplies. Yes, they do, because you have a lot of homeless people and a lot of less fortunate people that have kids in school. Oh well, they can get it from the teacher. Guess what? I know a whole lot of teachers in D.C. and Virginia and Baltimore, in Pennsylvania and Delaware, in Jersey, tri-state area they all say the same thing. We don't always get what we're supposed to get because the finances are just not there. Yes, they are. Y'all are just not receiving them for whatever reason. You hear it all the time. And when I changed the format of our back to school drives to also helping teachers, I had so many people applaud me because the teachers need help too. believe it or not some teachers actually do come out of their own pocket to help their kids because at the end of the day let's be real those are their kids for eight hours a day some of them they really do get attached to them kids it don't have to be just elementary school it could be middle school it can be high school it can be a trade school it can be a vo school whatever the case may be but at the end of the day we all need a little bit of help every now and then and it's okay not to be okay for those of you all that do not know everyone knows
3: october's breast cancer awareness huh are you seeing the comments uh uh-uh. uh i don't see no comments i haven't seen a comment all night huh you might want to fix that i don't know how to
1: fix it Where do I go? Uh Uh-oh, not that one. Oh. Uh, Okay. I got the comments. I have
2: to go to the comments, okay. So now that I know which one it is, um, yeah, hand sanitizers and and wipes, yes, we need those too. Um, because not everybody, including grown folks, wash their hands. I work at a restaurant, and yeah, I see it overly excessively. I'm like, are you serious
3: not gonna wash your hands
1: but anyways um
2: our next event is october sunday october 23rd twelve thirty to 3 charles plaza 222 north charles street uh in front of the church across the street from the streets market and cafe right there at the intersection of Charles Street and Saratoga. Um, We're supposed to have a lot and overabundance of volunteers. So hopefully this will kickstart us in the direction that we need to go as far as those events. Whatever we have left over, we just found out a few months ago that there is some type of Establishment, I forget what the name of it is. Um, Off of, I believe that's President Street. No, it's not. It's not President Street, Maryland Ave, maybe. It's right there by the library. um, That has, that deals with a lot of homeless and less fortunate people. So whenever we've had, um, leftovers at the end of our events we just walk everything over there we did one walk around um the first time when we found this place we did a walk around the community we went um down by the light rail around um oh god i don't know none of them streets over there like the three or four different blocks in each direction
3: between Charles Street and um, the light rail, what's that? I don't know. Whatever the street light rail is on.
2: We didn't go up to Leicester and Market because I didn't want to go up there. Um, we didn't have enough for whoever might've wanted it. And Monty, you you and I both know there's always a huge amount of people over there and i'm the type of person i don't like to run out when you still have hands that are empty that
3: irks me but there's nothing i can do about it so um
2: canned goods perishable items school supplies we are not we are not taking any clothes any footwear We in fact are taking winter coats, accessories, and blankets for our annual winter coat um, and blanket drive. Everything to be distributed the weekend before Christmas. If you have any questions and you have my contact number, text me. If you do not, and you have questions, comments, concerns, want to volunteer, want to donate, inbox me. Everyone is welcome, including the kids. Bring them out; they might learn something. This is what can happen to you if you do not listen to mommy and daddy. Um, not to be funny; it's it's serious. Um, you have a lot of of young people, teenagers, and, and young adults that are homeless because not of drug problems or alcohol problems. They made bad choices in life. Life is all about choices. Back to what I said earlier, it's always okay to not be okay. We all need
1: a little bit of help every now and then. That's, that's part of life. So, Mana, you got any questions? Marie, you got any questions? I
2: feel like I'm rambling now.
0: <laughs> so you're only so are are you only doing this out of Baltimore or are you in DC and then outside of Maryland?
2: Before COVID, we were doing Baltimore uh every weekend, DC every weekend, Dover, Delaware twice a month. Since then, um Dover, Delaware gets something every two weeks through my father i made him the ambassador of dover because there's a women and children's shelter literally 10 minutes from their house mm-hmm. um so he goes to the grocery store and he gets about five cases of five different items soup two different type of soups
1: um raviolis, um i don't remember what
2: the
3: two other items are but everything consists of canned goods and um canned goods which leads to hot food um we do serve
2: cold food in the summertime when it's either thought of or someone just actually brings it Me, I've been doing it for so long. I serve something within my menu that looks like a Christmas or Thanksgiving menu every time I
3: cook. Um, Since COVID, I've done a lot of
2: changing within what I cook because I'm not just cooking and bringing it out to serve i'm actually i don't have all the donations that we used to get we don't have all the all the sponsors anymore we don't have all the partners we're not getting all the donations that once upon a time we did get again a lot of people believe it or not are still out of work for whatever the case may be Um. Or people are back at work, but they're still penny-pinching because of the uncertainty. This could have never in a million years happened, but it did. So that's the question in everyone's everyone's mind. It happened once. Could this very well ever happen again? Probably not, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Anything, anything, anything is definitely possible. So, you know, again, it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be. We can't stop. We can't we can't stop life. Um, So. I can only do but so much. I wish I could do more i wish covid never happened i could just imagine where i would be within the foundation
1: mm-hmm.
2: like the 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 street teams are no longer there we've we've had a cut dc out of everything getting back to an every week schedule when we were able to do it it just wasn't possible every 2 weeks we can manage that because it's possible every 2 weeks we can do it because it makes sense every 2 weeks financially we can do it and it not be a burden
3: to us financially so you know we we have a uh, we have a
2: handful of people that still support us still donate but when you're used to to feeding two 250 people, 200 to 250 people every
3: week, and you're reduced to 50, 60 people, 200 to 250 people with backing financially, it was
2: it was it was it was manageable. There wasn't no ifs, ands, buts. There was no questions, comments, concerns. Averaging 50, 60 people. And you just don't
3: have the finances. I can't cook if I don't have nothing to cook.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean?
3: I'm, I'm not going through my parents financially
1: with getting groceries. Because they live out of state. So I'm
2: actually shopping for the first time in the last year and a half, two years. No, I'm sorry, two years this month, two years this weekend, actually. Yeah. So shopping on the outside sucks. I don't know how society does it, but I'm learning like I'm used to going to the commissary and spending 3-400 dollars like it's nothing and I get exactly what I want how I want for me for my son and for the homeless people and not having no worries on how what am what do I have to to how do I have to circulate revenue to cover this cost going out here and having 10 items in the cart and that should be in 200 215 20 I'm like yo are you serious i don't have nothing so going from a full cart to 10 12 items i don't know how people do it i honestly don't i've never seen milk prices of what they are on the outside. I've gone to Wise. I've gone to Safeway. I've, I've gone to Giant. I've gone to Walmart. I've gone to Target. I've never seen eggs cost that much. Juice. Those are COVID prices. Huh? Those are COVID prices. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> but, like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what movie it was,
3: but a woman was talking to a guy and and they were like how much
2: does a dozen eggs cost how much does a carton of milk cost and he couldn't answer that and one time he went grocery shopping and he looked at prices and was amazed at what it actually cost. and you know i've, I've been born and raised military Military bases all over the world, throughout the states. So, as an adult, well, if I need something quick, fast, and hurry, I, I can run out to the store. But other than that, hey, my A, pops, what y'all plans this weekend? I need to go to the store. Well, it's it's, it's post 9 11, so you can't just get on any type of military base like you used to. If you don't have military, retired or whatever yeah you ain't getting on no base
0: you gotta have business on base to be on base (laughs) exactly
2: like and then the whole covid thing oh it's it's 10 times worse now so i just don't know how people do it but i'm learning because i'm actually one of them now when i go visit when I get off the phone after making, before I get off the phone and making plans, I possibly like, are we going to the grocery store? I said, if you're bringing me back to Baltimore, we're going to the grocery store. I won't go grocery stop. I'll wait till I get over there. So I'll, I'll take my cooler. And if I need to get frozen stuff, I, I can put it in there with some ice and it is what it is. For the most part, they don't come get me and, and they don't bring me back. I, I take the train to Wilmington and then I take something depending on, depending on the weather and depending on how they feel. You know, I don't drive for personal reasons. Um, Can I drive? Yep. I sure can love driving, but I choose not to. Um, I don't mind taking a Lyft. I don't mind taking Uber, if it makes sense. I'm not getting on no bus if I don't have to. I'll get on a train, a light rail, Metro, Mark train, Amtrak. I get on Mark train all the time, go to D.C. Um, bus, I thought I would never get on it, so I, uh, I moved to Towson. And I hated it. And I see why the bus drivers had the attitude they have because the shit they go through and how people talk to them, I couldn't do it. I just shake my head. People on light rail, they run their mouth and fuss and, and bicker and complain. They are not thinking about you and they probably can't even hear you.
1: So. It is what it is. Crickets out here.
3: <laughs> What's on your mind? What? What's on your mind? Nothing, nothing's ever on my mind
2: so stress-free i try to be. it's a good way to live i tell you i can't believe i'm turning the age that i am this year and everyone's like huh yeah um i am old and i do have feelings so
3: (laughs) don't hurt mine and i won't hurt yours
1: so Money, I'ma call it. Where are these comments at? Uh-oh, what I do wrong? Uh-oh. These comments, Mr. John. Yes, yes, yes. Appreciate it.
3: Hey, yikes! Ah, you funny. Um, what's up, Nate? What's up, John? Hi, Monty. I don't see no other comments, if there is any. John, ask the question. Uh, you see it? About the
2: kitchen and the storage? Yep. Yeah, I would like to find something like
3: that. But again, it costs money. Fabulous idea. And I'm I'm all for it. We get the right financial backing. (laughs) We can make that happen. No problem. He's like, yeah, I need a studio. (laughs) You'd like John. Oh, my God. You talk about
2: introvert. You talk (laughs) about doing a complete 360 in life. Yeah, that's... That's that's Mr. John. Photoshoot with Marie Star, be dope,
1: bro. <laughs> She's on here. Ask her. know who that is okay i'm feeling tired i've
0: been up since six,
3: so <laughs> what time you get up
0: you know i tell i work at night so oh, i have so been up been since,
3: been since last five. night
0: yes i've been up since six
3: you need to go to bed
0: I will.
3: Soon <laughs> as you get I'm off cool. here.
0: I'm going a- exactly.
3: <laughs> all right, Monty, that's our cue.
2: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you all tuning in to the Skyline Radio Show. We are here every Friday. Every Friday night. Seven and nine. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on the Be Exposed Radio website every Friday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. We're going to have a different guest every week. It might be one, it might be two. You have to tune in and find out what's going on and what we're talking about. Until then, everybody, I am your host. Line mark.
3: And I'm your co-host, Ms. Marie Starr.
2: <laughs> that she didn't get that whole memo. And for the last time, I apologize.
1: With the most fabulous producer, Mr. Monty. We will see you all next Friday.
4: And we out. Thank you.